Have you ever done something that you never thought you would do and it actually did work out to a degree that it changed your career direction? Can you think about the most aggravating thing that has happened to you? Did you ever think then that it would change your life for the good? In this episode, we will see this in action along with a sneak peek of what you can expect in future amazing episodes. This is the Power Your Edge podcast, where we share with you the voices of creatives. You will learn, grow, and laugh with us as we hear from people who are the same as us, their journey, their tools, their gems, and their wisdom, coming together to power your edge. And now, here is your host, Monkey Skolnick, founder at The Bold Edge, digital course creator, email marketing magician, app junkie, and systems fanatic. Welcome to our first episode. I am so excited to have you here. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about my goals with this podcast because let's be real, there are many podcasts around. So here goes. There are many creatives, some with louder voices and some with softer voices. And each one is so megaly talented with so much to share. Each one is so unique and somebody that you can relate to in some way. I want you to listen to each one and take those kernels, those ideas, the inspiration, and use it to power your edge and your voice. Now that we talked about that, I want to talk to you a little bit about my journey. So, starting off with, I attended Adelphi University, majoring in management and communications, and I started off as a graphic designer. So, doing general design work and also worked intensively in packaging design. So at the same time, you know, us creatives, we like doing lots of stuff at the same time, multitasking and lots of tabs open in our brain, right? Anyways, I taught myself web design using online resources and classes. And the magic and reach of web design really opened up a whole new world for me. Like I felt like my brain was waking up and the possibilities seemed really endless because with web, and the whole internet concept in general, you are able to reach so many more people and you're able to influence and help so many more people at a time. So here's where it gets interesting. A friend of mine, you know the type that believes in you more than you believe in yourself? Yeah, that one. Anyways, she called me up one day and she said, I have somebody that would like to learn Photoshop. Okay, so my reaction was, okay, I have never taught before. And I was never the type of person that wanted to teach. But she was convincing me that I would be amazing. And after a while, I said, you know what? Just to get her off my back, I said, okay, fine. I will teach this person. So we had a one-on-one class and it went pretty okay. Wasn't bad. And then I was deciding, I said, you know what? Teaching is interesting and it's so great to help people with the knowledge that you have so I said, you know, let me, maybe I'll take on some more private teaching possibilities. So I advertise in some print media that I am going to be teaching one-on-one graphic design, different concepts, programs, etc. And I had somebody call me up and she decided that she would like to book these one-on-one classes, series of classes. And the only problem is that once I advertised, I didn't just get one person that was interested. I got many people that were interested. 
there was like a flood of people that were interested in joining a class. Now, the only problem was that I was very limited with the amount of slots between my design work and between the amount of time that I had available to teach in general, one-on-one -on -one didn't quite make sense. So I decided I'm going to convert instead of one-on-one. -on -one, I told the first person, I said, you know what? There are many people that would like to join. So I compensated her for the fact that, you know, it wasn't a one-on-one -on -one session anymore. It was a group class. And I told all these people, we're going to get started. And they were all excited and I was excited. So the first class definitely had its bumps because, you know, the first time that you're teaching something within a public environment, it just, you know, you got to smooth things out. You also have to learn how to teach in a specific kind of way that people are able to understand the material properly. But surprisingly, me who never thought that you would be a teacher was actually a pretty good one. So I got some really fabulous feedback. And based on that, for several years, I ran these classes. So what did I actually teach? I taught Photoshop, Illustrator, and InDesign, and Foundations of Design as well, the basic design concepts. And then what happened then is, is that my students that wanted to learn more about design concepts, I refer them to different places or different resources where they can learn design more in depth. And I had students that started off with my courses. And then from there, some of them went on to more advanced design courses. Some of them went on to college for different specialties, such as like, I remember one person went on to fashion design. The other one went on to some specialty graphic design arena in college. So depending on each person went on to doing whatever they did, some people did self-study, some people went on to college. It really depended on each person. And some people did not go on for further education after that. They were, they felt that they were sufficiently prepared based on their creativity and skills that they were coming in with. They were able to go right after my course into the field. So it felt very good to be able to not only teach people, but also teach them something that enable them to support themselves and support their families. So that was something that was extremely, extremely, it just, it just felt amazing. It just felt amazing to be able to take your own skills and inborn, you know, talents that you were blessed with and be able to help other people be able to support themselves and also do something that they really enjoy. Anyways, so fast track several years, and this is where the next turning point came. So periodically I had people that traveled in for my classes. Some of them came from New Jersey. I had some people coming in from upstate New York and they used to travel in for each class. And a particular student, she traveled in from upstate and the side point was, and this is interesting. And she was one of the few people that we had some sort of billing issue with. I don't know. It, it just caused a little bit of, a little bit of frustration. Let's put it out like that. But the interesting thing was, is that she was a catalyst to something truly, truly amazing. So what I'm going to say over here is, is that sometimes we are faced with something that is so frustrating and upsetting and it's just, you know, it just loses our, we just lose some of our excitement for what we enjoy doing because of what we're going through. But I want you to keep in mind that many times that frustration and aggravation is, could be something could turn into something truly, truly amazing and life-changing, really life-changing. So I want you to keep that in mind. Anyways, back to my story. So of course she was coming in from Muncie, right? Remember that upstate New York, Muncie, I believe that's where she was from. And she couldn't make one of the classes. 
So she asked me if I had some recordings and she was taking this class, I believe in October and I had just given a summer class and some of the girls that had taken the summer class, they were go they went to camp to summer camp and they had to miss some of the sessions. So I had re just recorded, not edited, just a plain recording of the class. Uh, I sat down by my computer and I record did some screen recordings and just, you know, saved it on, I believe it was a DVD at that point. And I told you, yeah, I do have some recordings. So I burnt a DVD for her and I gave it over to her and she was thrilled. She says, you know what? This is amazing. It's so super clear and so easy to understand and so convenient because I don't have to travel in each time for a lesson. Really? I could just like watch these recordings. It's, it's as clear as being in a class. So this is where my light bulb moment like this is my light bulb moment. And this is something that became truly life-changing for me because this changed the way that number one, I ran my classes and it also changed the way I did business. So what I decided was, is that if she enjoys it so much, then she must probably is not the only one. And now I am limited to only being able to help and support people that are located in the Brooklyn area, which was where I was located. So, I said, one second, if I have these recordings, I am not limited by area. I actually could have people joining in these sessions via recordings worldwide. And just as a side note, this is 10 years ago before digital courses were all the rage and before people had, were selling digital courses and were used to it. This is something that I thought about and it was amazing. So what I did was I sat myself down and I, based on my course outline that I had for my live classes in Brooklyn, I wrote everything down. And then what else I did was at this point, I'd been teaching the material for several years, of course, always updating and et cetera, but I knew where the difficulties were. I knew where my students had issues. So I was able to sort of preempt the questions and bake those questions into the material that I was delivering on these videos. So that was something that was truly amazing. And the interesting thing is, is that my students that were taking the class virtually, they told me that she says like, how did you, how did you know? Like, I feel like you're sitting right next to me because I was able to do that. So that's something that's very important that if you are giving digital courses, it's very important to first deliver the material live or in person one or two times at least, if not, I mean, I, I delivered it many, many times. So I knew the material. I knew what I wanted to teach. I knew where the stumbling blocks were. So I made sure to avoid, like make sure to explain or go through things very, very clearly and easy to understand, break it down into little pieces so that it was very easy for my students to understand, even if they weren't there in a live class. So that's what I started doing. I advertised and after like I advertised. So initially I got some students that were locally in Brooklyn. They were taking it at home, but then I got an influx of students from all over the world, from England, from Belgium, from Israel, literally all over. I mean, I've had students in South Africa, in Australia, all over the U.S., in Canada, in, did I miss anything? Most probably all over Europe, most places that you could think about, most probably I've had a student there and it's extremely rewarding to be able to help people from here in Brooklyn. I'm able to help and impact and really guide people to help them feel supported so that they can support themselves and their family in something that is creative and something that they really enjoy doing. So 
that's what I've been doing for the past number of years. And it has really been helpful, especially with my family life, especially when a couple of years ago, I welcomed twin girls into the family and flexibility was especially welcome in that time. <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine. So that was something that was extremely welcome. And I was so blessed that I had the flexibility in my life to be able to work late at night or early morning or midday or on the go using my phone or using an iPad or using my laptop as my virtual office. So I didn't necessarily need to have a set place. I could answer support phone calls because yes, I did. I do support my students. They have questions. They could contact us by phone or email. I critique and comment on their work. So there's lots of different things involved. And I also I'm happy to be able to do that in a flexible way. So nowadays I focus on designing, you know, regular design work, be it web or graphic design, and also developing and fine tuning digital courses. So it could be my current courses. We're always looking at how we could update it and or introducing new courses as well. Now, I want to discuss some things that have really helped streamline my business. So I believe very much as you have heard in flexibility and everybody leads a very busy life and you want to see how you could introduce in your life the most flexibility as possible. Meaning how could your marketing maybe work on its own? Meaning once you set it up, is there a way how it could function without you babysitting it all the time? Is there a way how different things could run in your business without you having to manage everything all at once? And also, if you need to hire workers, what is the best way to go about that so that everything is clear, your workers are trained in, or if you have contractors or workers or employees, however way you want to go about it, there are very good ways of going about it in a way that makes it easy for you and easy for the people that you work with. And at any point, if you are very busy, it gets easy then to bring in an extra person and have them trained in no time. So I'm going to go through some of the things that streamline my business. And in future episodes, I will also introduce and go into in depth into each of these kind of things. So such as I'll go into digital courses, how that works or how to get set up with that. Also marketing. So primarily I enjoy email marketing. So this has been a key part of my course marketing efforts. I really enjoy looking at successful emails. I look at emails that other people send out. I love taking them apart and seeing how they can be applied to my ongoing strategy. And of course I create my own email that I sent out. So when I, create these emails. Voice is very important in email. So if I am dealing with a certain age group, I will make sure that the voice in my email or the language that I use is talking to them. It's very important to segment or separate who you're sending emails out to. So you could talk to them in the language that they recognize and in a language that speaks to them. You'll also want to be in the right place at the right time. So you want them to get the emails when they feel they need it. I also like to use different apps and automations to use the email marketing power successfully. So if you really want to make some email marketing magic, there are different things that you need to keep in mind in order to make it work the best way possible and automate it in a way that it also is personal. Next, which is extremely important is setting up systems. 
So what is the process for various common tasks in your business? Now you could use a simple Google Doc or you could go more advanced like Process Street so that somebody can always take over something when you are too busy. And it's also great when you need to transfer work from one person to another. Let's say one of your workers is leaving or was made to leave, whatever it is, you're able to then just take that piece that they were doing and then just give it over to somebody else. And that's a combination of videos. It could be a combination of just different scripts that they need to use. So that's something also I'm going to go into in future episodes, how to get that whole thing rolling. And then of course apps. So I'm not sure I mentioned, but I'm a little bit of an app junkie. Yeah. Now, leave me off at Product Hunt. That's a website, producthunt.com. And it's for me, it's like a virtual candy store. There are so many different tools there and so many different things that you could do that sometimes you could get a little bit of that shiny object syndrome, which is like, I got to have this. And then sort of I go down the rabbit hole of trying out new apps or how I could use it. But sometimes I do catch on to an app that really, really has helped me and has really helped streamline my marketing or my course creation or just various different daily tasks. So that's something also that I am very into and I will be sharing with you as well. So yeah, so I'm gonna be sharing with you in future episodes, all these different tools and the different tricks and all the different experiences that I have gained throughout the years interspersed between interviews with some really, really awesome creatives. We're going to have some amazing conversations with creatives that you could identify with. You're possibly living a life like them and you're wondering, how does that person do it? I am stumbling in this or fumbling with that. And then you're going to hear those little kernels of wisdom and it's sort of like going to shift your brain a little bit. And you're like, oh, that's how it needs to be done. And that's what I look forward to bringing to you. So we're going to be interviewing people like graphic and web designers, marketers, video editors, copywriters, e-commerce people, and also people that help creatives perform the best way possible, such as different productivity kind of stuff and other surprise creative people. Now that we know exactly who you're going to be hearing, what type of stuff you're going to be listening during this podcast, I want you to get ready to start learning. And one last question, are you ready to power your edge?